Warning, warning, two idiots are reading the SCP files over the intercoms. Please cover your ears and await further instructions. <laughs> Hello everyone and uh, welcome back to uh, Discovering SCP. We are speaking from our uh, sealed quarantine box. Um, Hello. All sound has been filtered so that no, uh, no hazards get to you, our dear listeners. Um, Don't... So, oh, well. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Now you go. Um, I didn't really have anything to say. <laughs> you go. Okay. I, I actually came up with a cool idea for an SCP I thought you guys might be interested in. Please please go ahead. This is the first okay. time hearing of this as well. So it's, so it's a skeleton with a blue eye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he wears this jacket, right? And he's kind of short. And he can talk, right? But whenever yeah. he talks, it just sounds like, uh, uh, uh. That's an interesting, uh, that's an interesting idea, though. <laughs> and does this, hmm, does this SCP have a name? On. I thought you would just laugh after the part. <laughs> I, was, I don't know how to keep going. Maybe we could like tie it into some like another one. Maybe there's a second skeleton that's maybe a bit taller. Oh yeah, and he's got like a little bit of armor, and maybe he wants to be he wants to be a he wants to be a, a foundation guard, but he's he's an SCP, so they don't. Well, um, I'll be honest, Darnell. Um, I think everyone would love that. You should write it up. I do too. So um, that's not what we're doing today. What we're doing is we're reading a few SCPs. We have uh, one, two, three, four for for us today, and um, so we're just gonna four. jump. Yeah, just four today, uh, and a little Which bit is... of uh, extra text there, but don't worry about that. This is episode five, though. Yeah, we we read five last time, so now we, we think we might have even read six last time. So we got we, we got to do four now, to, so it matches episode four. We just, see. That's how that it means we need works. to do five for episode six, though, because we did six for episode. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Okay. It's all yeah, yeah, it all makes sense when you sort of get think about it. Alright, so what do you have for us? I'm really excited. I haven't heard anything about these. Yeah, so... Oh, I'm, I'm getting a link. Danhoney is typing. Yeah, there we go. We can begin with SCP-882. Ahem. Tell me when you have that, uh, that bad boy in front of you. Um, wait a minute. This is Gears again. Uh, yeah, he's written quite a few. There's a running theme in Gears articles. Oh, oh it's made know. by Gears. I was just making a joke because the picture is Gears. Oh, yeah. There's a running theme in many uh, Gears articles. If... Huh. I believe Wait a it's minute. by Gears. Yeah, it's by Gears. Are you telling me Dr. Gears articles involve Gears? Yeah, he really likes Gears. Oh, weird. Is oh. Gears his legal god-given name, or did he change it? I, I, I couldn't answer that. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know the backstory. The true SCP. <laughs> the law. Cool. Okay. Alright, so tell us about 882. Alright. Item number. SCP-882. Object class, Euclid. Special containment procedures. It's been contained in a fluid environment of all times, consisting of no less than 40% seawater. Wait, wouldn't it rust? Hmm. Object is to be kept suspended by non-metallic means, currently cotton fiber line that is to be changed daily. It is also to be checked daily for any signs of rust flaking. If any part of A82 appears uncoated with rust, it must immediately be immersed in a 100% seawater solution. Okay, so they want it to be rust. Hmm. Water must be taken directly from the ocean. Reduce concentration only when the object is again coated in rust. No metal may be placed in containment area. Only organic materials are allowed in containment area, and any contact with SCP-882 requires the use of thick cotton gloves. 
Any metal making contact with it is to be heat severed, melted down and kept immersed in 100% seawater in a separate area. Any auditory issues reported by staff must be reported immediately and affected personnel must submit, submit to a full psychological examination and, depending on results, either transfer to another facility or permanent containment at Expunged. Oh god. Wait, that worries me because didn't don't you, didn't you say expunged means um, stricken from the record? Yes. Generally. All the people sent there just can never be found again. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be sending you on a vacation, a permanent vacation to nowhere. <laughs> all right, so we're going to get into the description here. It's a fairly short article, so um... yeah, but I see there's a bunch of clicky links. Oh. So... <laughs> So, you see what I did there? Because it's a wiki, like wiki links, but clicky links. I do, yeah. <laughs> so, description. SCP-882 appears to be a random assembly of gears, cables, pulleys, screws, and belts, all made of an, amalg- an amalgam of various metals. Hey, it's steampunk. Hey, Ob- nice. Object size at time of recovery was approximately 87 cubic meters. Current oh, wow. size is approximately 12 cubic meters. Wait, what? SCP-882 what? rusts quickly in seawater. That's like less than, hold on, that's like less than a sixth or seventh of its original weight. This poor metal boy. No identifiable energy source has been found, but all components will begin to move if not coated in rust. SCP-882 is completely silent at all times, no matter what level of activity it reaches. So even if it's going nuts, you can't hear anything, I guess. Mm-hmm. Any metal touching the objects will become permanently affixed to it and over a period of a few days becomes a new part of the object. Organic matter remains unaffected. It is extremely resilient, with tensile strength and toughness above those of aircraft-grade titanium alloy by weight, even though its composition appears to be a random alloy of iron, tin, gold, and other metals, some as of yet unidentified. Extreme focused heat must be applied over several hours to cut even a small portion free of the main assembly. Persons remaining in the vicinity of the object for prolonged periods have developed auditory hallucinations while near the object, mainly the sound of grinding and clicking. The sound intensifies and is abated only by throwing metal into the object. Subjects in advanced states of psychosis have thrown themselves into the object, resulting in almost instant death by crushing. It literally annoys you to death. The body is often drawn in and impossible to recover. SCP-882 was recovered from a location at the northeast coast of Banks Island. Area is barren of all metal and metallic ore, uh, ore in a one-mile radius. SCP-882 was found at the geometric centre of the area. It had become submerged in seawater at the time of discovery. A small town was found nearby, abandoned for several years. SCP-882 was removed and shortly started to flake off rust, causing the varied parts to begin motion. After several accidents, Dr. Gears authorised SCP-2519 to be played on loop, which successfully reduced the object's motion, enabling safe access. It was then cut down and contained on site, so that's a much later one we will get to on a later date there, because it isn't, even though it is linked here, it isn't intimately related to what we're talking about today. So, so most of what it talks about is how it attracts metal to it, but the interesting thing is we don't know what happens when, it's, when it moves. Mm. It's like, it moves, and then accidents happen. So it's got to stay rusted. Yeah. Which seems kind of worrying. Note, SCP-882 is not to be brought into the vicinity of SCP-271 or any subject possibly contaminated by SCP-217. Those two we are going to be getting to today. What's 271? Well, we'll get to those. Addendum. 
Please review interview A82 1 for further information. So we oh have boy, a. Boy, do I get to read? We do, yeah. So, uh. Wait, is this the Wright Brothers, right? Yeah, this is the backstory of how they invited the plane. No. Is this actually it? I'm going to look up Richard. It's not, Wright. it's not. I can tell you right now, it's not. Damn. Okay, uh, who do you want to be? I guess I'll be Dr. Good because I believe I did his voice last time he showed up. Well, then I'll be Mr. Rot, Rotto. Okay, why is he. Wait. That's small voice for Mr. Rot. Okay, so Richard Wright is identified as a survivor from the small community near the initial recovery location of SCP 882. Begin audio luck. So, whatever this thing does, he survived it. Yeah. Please yeah. take a seat. State your name for the record, please. Richard Logan Rot. Everyone calls me Rich, though. Oh. This is the character you're going for here. <laughs> yep. Excellent, thank you. Mr. Wright, do you recall the date when you first saw the object in question? God, when was it? I'm not really sure. It was a wall ago. Ellen found it first, wrecked his boat on it. He told a few of the other fellas about it at the country club. Said they could sell it for a bundle for scrap. We all thought it was a chunk off a jet or a cargo ship. I don't feel... I feel like the, the way he speaks is like the opposite of the voice you're doing. <laughs> Come on, let me let me do this. Believe in me. Well, I'm just saying that you speak a lot here, so I'm gonna have to listen to a lot of this. <laughs> At what point? Did... Sorry, guys. Tanhony's anti-fun. <laughs> At what point did the device start operating? The next day, damn thing shook off rust like a dog with fleas. It started spinning slow, then fed up. By the time I saw it, it was really running. Jimmy tried to get closer, try and see what was powering it. Or why it was so quiet, but he slipped. Got a bad cut over his eye and got the hell out of there. Alan seemed kind of off. Kept asking us if we were hearing anything. Miss Parker thought part of it was gold. Even tried to jam part of it with a pipe to get at it. The pipe stuck fast, though, and smacked her a good one when the gear it was on spun around. After that, people mostly kept away. Oh, I think I'm getting what these accidents are. All the things that get stuck in it weren't around real fast. Were there any other incidents of people being injured or hearing noises? Not at first. That's the thing. It was so damn quiet. Everyone kind of forgot about it for a while. Alan was keeping it in an old storeroom by the dock, and nobody really went out there much. He started looking bad. He said he couldn't sleep. But he kept hearing that thing find away. Father Pat started dropping by, tried to talk to him, told him to get rid of it. He was gone for a couple days, then suddenly the two of them turned up together, happy as clams. Mr. Wright? I'm fine. Sorry. So Father Pat and old Alan show up. Precious Daisy. Say they've got the thing figured out. I wasn't paying that much attention. This whole thing had me spooked. And hearing stuff from the storeroom. Grinding and squealing. Really quiet. Anyway, they said some damn thing about it being from somewhere else. God made it. That was it for me, and I left. Did you believe them? What? That it was from God? No, no. I don't know. I didn't really know what to think. This damn machine kept spinning away, no power to it, needing metal too. That pull Miss Parker hit it with, it turned into a giant screw shaft, looked like it had always been there. More people started getting interested, started listening to Alan and Father Pat, told everyone to bring metal to it, told them the gears were the voice of God, that it grew louder as we turned away and softer as we brought it off. Did you bring metal to it as well, or spend any extended period of time near the objects? that matter? You could hear this thing all over town. Gotta be folks couldn't even sleep. Just clanking, grinding, screaming at all hours of the night, giving it metal helped. God 
damn it, I didn't want to. I know it wasn't God. I never said it was. Everyone else was falling over themselves to make Alan and, Alan and Father Pat happy. I just wanted some damn sleep. There's not a goddamn thing wrong with that. Oh. Sir, I will request that you calm yourself. I am asking questions, not accusing. Please return to your seats. I'm sorry. Over a couple of weeks, everything got fed to that thing. It was just how things were. We were pretty isolated, you know? It's not like we had much else. You just make a couple trips out to the storehouse to toss any metal you happen to find in. Anyway, always seemed to be people there. It tore a hole in the roof after a while. Father Pat started getting strange, telling us it wasn't enough. I think the noise was getting to him. It said it needed something more meaning. Mr. Wright? I'm not actually going to count out the silent, but it says I was silent for 48 seconds. I'll do that in. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I came in one night as I heard people shouting from the storehouse. Father Pat was leading a prayer to this thing, but it didn't sound like any prayer I knew. People were coming up and he bent over them. He screamed and he turned to that big massive metal. I, I thought he was giving communion until I saw the pliers. And... Uh, I'm sorry, pliers? He was yanking out people's fillings. He was pulling out their fucking teeth and feeding them to that thing. He started screaming about it not being enough, that it needed more, but there wasn't any more. There was barely any metal left anywhere. Then he pointed at Alan. He said he was hiding metal from the great machine. Alan screamed that he didn't have anything. Father Pat said he had a metal joint in his hip. Everyone got up at once. Oh, God, oh, God, they grabbed him. Everyone just grabbed him. He started screaming. <laughs> he, started, he kept screaming and screaming, and nobody cared. <laughs> I saw his life go in, saw his fingers break and pull the rest of the arm in, and I ran. What could I do? Jesus, I couldn't stop it. There were too many, and the thing was screaming and screaming, and Alan was screaming, and Father Pat, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> do you know that my sentence is not? Wow, wow, wow. Had to add that so my parents wouldn't come down thinking I was having a breakdown. That was, that was pretty. That was pretty convincing. Thank you. Uh, this, this interview is concluded. Thank you, Mr. Wright. Security, please see Mr. Wright out. And luck. Closing statement. He attempted suicide shortly after interview. He's currently being held on suicide watch and for observation. Glad you didn't manage to. Poor Mr. Wright. Okay, so we still didn't learn exactly what this thing does when it's moving, but I assume just the moving parts itself. Yeah. Causes... Wow, that's terrifying. Yeah, so, uh... This one's not as cool as the other one that just makes your stuff cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not, not like it's not as good of an article. This was a great article, but I just mean, like, this is like, this is not one I would see people applying to work with. <laughs> <laughs> now we get to the test like the ladies, everyone just jumps in. <laughs> so, um, uh, by the way, you are cutting out a little bit there. Um, I don't know if what? you can do it. You Am are I still cutting out? A little bit, yeah. Oh, bother. It's not, not that bad, but I just thought I'd point it All out right. before we go to the next thing. Okay, let me disconnect and reconnect. Okay. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Am I still cutting out? Much better. Much better. Right then. Okay, you so okay, so the next thing we're looking at actually isn't an article, and um, I'll just be reading this out because there's no point in really put, giving you the link to this because it's quite oh, short. I wanna, I wanna, oh, okay. So um, yeah, it's actually it's actually a little blurb in the uh, groups of interest page on the wiki. Okay, great. What's it called? I'll search it up. Oh, I'll just give you the link then. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I like to read along. 
long. It's hard okay. for me to focus. Try not to read the other stuff because it'll, it'll, it'll spoilers. That's the real reason. Okay, which part do I read? Uh, the eighth, uh, Church of the Broken God. Okay, just that part. Reading yeah. only that. Okay, well, why don't you read it then if you want to see it so bad? <laughs> Are you sure? I'm gl happy to, but you seem really excited about go it. Go ahead. <clears throat> the Church of the Broken God. Overview. Shortly after the discovery and containment of SCP-882, several members of this church came forward and demanded the return of the Heart of God. Led by one Robert Bumaro, they are a group of zealots believing many of the SCP items to be part of a god that was broken after the creation of the universe. By restoring it to its whole state, they will also gain godhood. Since first contact, three other key components of the god have also been tentatively identified. SCP-217, SCP-271, and SCP-1139. They are extremely hostile to Foundation operatives, branding them heretics. They will attempt to kill operatives and break containment of SCP items. It is unknown how they are able to detect these items, but they have shown their, their ability to do so with frightening accuracy. In addition, they have shown a remarkable ability to resist the mental effects of SCP items, notably SCP-882 and its mental lure. The Church is viewed as a threat to both the SCP Foundation and mankind. Members are to be detained by force or eliminated by whatever means deemed necessary by Foundation agents. See all documents tagged with broken-god. Click here. So yeah, we're going to be looking at this uh, group of interest today a little bit. What about the fifth church? They're cool. Uh, yeah, well, this is, we're looking at this one today. So, uh, Will you edit out all my gross burps? I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah well. Thank you so much. Okay, so uh, now that we know what, a little bit of what's going on there, we're going to look at one of those articles. First, we're going to look at SCP-217. Uh, yes! And there is the link to that. Oh, how exciting! No, I, I do. Yeah, I do believe it used to have a picture. Um, oh, yep, files. Here we go. Uh, Bambi two, tarantula, or praying mantis. Uh, Bambi two, just look at. Oh God! <laughs> Bambi reborn. Punished Bambi. You tried to kill me, Jean. <laughs> I've become so much more than you ever could. Bambi's mom, but for revenge. <laughs> Can, can Bambi 2 be our, uh, be our thumbnail? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's begin on this one. So, yes. item number, SCP-217. Object class, Keta. Ooh, dangerous. Special containment procedures. Containment areas be kept behind two reverse pressure airlocks. Chemical shower sterilization, full contained atmosphere hazmat suit, and 24-hour post-interaction quarantine and testing are mandatory for all personnel entering containment area. <laughs> Only a 24-hour quarantine week. Yeah, imagine. These casuals. <laughs> Topical, am I right? Should containment be breached, the blast door for the containment and research area will seal, and chemical agent Zia-217-11 will be pumped into the air. Is that a real chemical agent, or is that another SCP? I, I, don't, I don't think that means anything, really. I'm not sure. Well, Any should I look it up just to be safe? I wouldn't, but I wouldn't bother. <laughs> Any humans exposed to SCP-217 are to be contained and held for observation. Any items touched by those affected by SCP-217 must be sterilized. Wow, it really is like Corona. Description. Oh, uh, you're making me second guess doing this now, but okay. Uh, SCP-217 right, is a virus, incurable by current means, with a rate of infectivity at 100%. <laughs> 
What does this have to do with the robot Bambi? It affects all organisms in the kingdom Animalia and can be spread via touch or contact with bloody fluid. SCP-217 is very hard. Yeah, I thought that was said handy for a second. I was like, that's not very clinical tone. <laughs> <laughs> it comes in so much handy. Yeah, it's useful for killing people. And can survive for years outside the host body. The progress of the infection is very slow, with some subjects going several years before manifesting any symptoms. SCP-217 alters the biochemistry of organic tissues, causing organic matter to rearrange into a form of organic metal. Oh, that is so badass! <laughs> oh, I want this virus! I want it. I want to become cyborg. The processes involved with this change are not yet fully understood, but the advanced stages are well documented. A subject will begin turn into turn into a complex arrangement of gears and clockwork. Um, guess who wrote this article? <laughs> oh, Dr. I, I think so, yeah. Uh, let me check that, actually. Oh my god, you were so cocky about it. Uh, yeah, 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 you wrote it. Is this a Dr. Gears episode today? I guess it also is, yeah. Did we get any of the SCPs in that were requested of us on the video? Not for this one, no, just because I had this theme already sort of in mind, but for the next episode we are going to be... Well, let's continue reading the article before we look like this. Sorry, I, I get distracted easily. Apologies, continue. These taken over for the former biological functions. Advanced stage infection is reported to be very painful, but earlier stages are oftentimes unnoticed with only vague feelings of confusion, insomnia, and joint stiffness. Hearts are replaced by gears and small tubes, joints by gear networks, eyes by structures not unlike primitive hand-crank film cameras, etc. SCP-217 shows first on the outside of the body in all creatures except mammals. In mammals, it first converts the internal structure before manifesting outside the body. This can cause those infected to go for very long periods of time without knowing of infection. SCP-217 has even been shown to totally convert the inside of the body before showing any externally visible symptoms. It's infected several major metropolitan areas in the past, most notably blank. St. Louis. I don't... Wouldn't that be two words? Shut up. How about that? Seriously? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Sacramento, I mean. Haha, <laughs> Dan, don't the, hurt me. The mental state of those in middle to advanced stages of infection have been shown to be much diminished. Subjects respond in a repetitive fashion, are very dull and mechanical in action, are easily distracted and confused, and appear generally irritable when faced with new problems. In addition, re- research on a fully converted brain has data expunged. <gasps> no. What did you do to the data? I expunged it. <laughs> Your your brain couldn't handle it. No. Okay. Not so unless you had cyborg parts. Documents two one seven six. So I guess there's five documents we're not going to see. Wait um, a minute. I just re- realized I suddenly know why this isn't allowed near eight eight two. Oh god. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying combination. Subjects infected by SCP two one seven have, at early stages, reported no major symptoms aside from increased lethargy, lethargy, lethargy. I'm going to say it all the possible ways. <laughs> so I get I, one of those, I got it right. And a general lack of emotional response. Oh, they become a robot. Beep boop, beep boop. Beep boop, my name is Tanhoni. Some have reported a feeling of fluttering or moving under the skin, coupled with a persistent ticking noise. This noise seems most prominent when SCP 217 infects the shoulders, neck, and head. However, it is inaudible if recording equipment is pressed against an affected area. That makes me think of the uh, AAT thing as well. 
you know what you know what might be a good way to examine this i don't know if they mention it later is with ultrasound or a metal detector smile oh okay well i was trying to give a serious answer but i see i'm sorry initial infection of scp-217 is as has already been stated almost undetectable as the infection advances, subjects will begin to feel sharp tearing pain in areas that are being converted. I really don't know whether these speech marks are needed here. <laughs> it has been compared to a knife wound or a deep muscle tear and can persist for hours or several days depending on both the subject and the area affected. The new clockwork organs appear to tear and rip at tissue for a short time before becoming fully integrated and settling into the surrounding tissue and this is believed to account for the pain. Areas infected appear to be metal, mainly brass, steel, and iron. Other subjects have been reported, appearing to be leather, rubber, glass, wood, and other basic materials. Like wooden bender. I don't like that at all. Despite appearances, it is purely organic material and even carries the subject's DNA. Organs and tissues affected appear more resilient than normal, carrying the same strength and density as the materials they resemble, instead of normal tissue density. Areas damage repair over time, but is much slower than standard human regeneration. Damaged areas can be instantly repaired by replacing damaged areas with new parts of the same type. Testing have shown that there are no ill effects if parts made from normal materials like steel, wood or leather replace the existing biomechanical clockworks. Most alarming, people infected with 217 can continue for months, even years, without being detected. With infection so easy to spread, hundreds could be affected before proper containment could be enforced. Infection appears to spread most quickly in large offices, malls, and other large concentrations of people. You could be a powerful crime-committing machine because, sure, the, the organic metal has your DNA, but if you can replace it with normal metal, you can just replace every part of your body and then you can leave no DNA trace behind. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's someone else. Also, I think it's interesting. This is a virus, so because of that, they can't necessarily contain it. They just contain everyone that's affected. Hmm. No. Well, that's what it said, yeah. right? Yeah, they, I, I, I assume they do have a sample of it. Are those hums of disapproval or of I don't thought? Know. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Notes, anything or anyone suspected or confirmed to be infected of 217 is not to be allowed near 882. Addendum. At this time, cross-experimentation between 229 and 217 is allowed only with O5 approval. Yeah, uh, they're too busy right now with Cassie, so yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe leave that for the moment. So, yeah, what do you think of this one? I like it a lot. I think the benefits of having it far outweigh the negatives, but I could see why that'd be terrifying, painful, and want to be contained. I thought it was very clever. Um, and it as it builds up and you figure out what it is, it's like, holy crap, it's, oh, it's really cool. I like it. I also like how it's a little non-traditional mm. in that, because it's an illness. I mean, uh, I don't know if those hmms are good or bad. You scare me. No, it's just sort of, hmm. 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 It's, it's not hmm, it's hmm. Oh, I thought it was like, hmm, oh, Darnell's speech. Hmm. Mm, um, mm. I think it's interesting that containment's dedicated to contaminated or infected people rather than, like, trying to... Because you can't really isolate something like a virus. I mean, you can, but, like, not all of them, because they reproduce and spread so quickly. Right, yeah. You can't, you can't just pick up every germ and put it away. Unless there's an SCP that can do that, maybe. There very well might be. I don't know all of them. <laughs> They're like a death note for disease... I don't think um, that we have one of those. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. Um, I like it. I wish I had more uh, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, more coherent things to say than it's cool and I like it. But I don't know. It's just it's neat. Yeah, it's neat. cool and you like it. That's all that matters. Just like you. You're cool and I like you. Okay, so uh, let's get to the next one. <laughs> that was so cold. It was cold. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, this I is must... a purely business relationship. Yeah, yeah. We're here oh, for the podcast. Yeah, nice. that was nice. Okay, so item number SCP two seven one is our next boy. All right. Oh, it's a. Oh wait, I don't want to. Object class Keter. Ooh. Ooh. Or Keter. Uh, do we still care what people think about that? I don't care. I stopped yeah, you... caring immediately after I said it. <laughs> yeah, you've grown so much in only five episodes. So, special containment procedures. SCP-271 is restored as long as possible in containment unit 12! There's an explanation mark in front of it, so I guess that's how yeah. I say it. In blank, 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 blank. So I guess I don't. we don't know where this is. I don't even know what to fill it in with the blanks. Yeah. So weird. What, what, what does that mean? Uh, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? I, I don't know. On a meter-high stone pedestal, which is SCP-271-01, which will be flooded with water and sealed off in a hollow 5-centimeter thick sphere composed of glass saturated with iron. Permanent neodymium blank magnets will be mounted around the standard size room to suspend the sphere in air and repel unwanted intruders. This is high-tech. Yeah. The room will be lined with pyrolytic carbon to contain the magnetic magnetic field generated by the magnets. Okay. Last last week when we did our episode, I felt so smart because I knew some of the science terms, but I'm so lost. The fuck is pyrolytic carbon? I don't know. I can assume it's, it's good that we got it. The door to the room is typically left unguarded and disguised as an ordinary janitorial closet and kept locked by an unobtrusive password box mounted in the whole wall down the hallway and around the corner that appears to be a thermostat. Dr. Vig is to change the password on a monthly basis. All study is to be observation only until further notice. In case of unauthorised access, electromagnets on the room are to be activated by remote to destroy the glass sphere so that recovery may be simplified. These are some very strange containment procedures. So, so the object itself is a glass sphere, well, no, right? It's, it's kept in a glass sphere. Oh, hey, there's a picture. It's right. uh, in the files. It's like a, some sort of weird stone with like symbols on it. Yes, that's what's in the sphere. And okay, we also... So it's also disguised as a janitorial closet, which I thought is very strange. Yeah, didn't they do that for um, for the stairwell, too? Is that just their go-to? <laughs> Anytime there's a room that needs to be hidden, they're like, oh, janitor closet. So, uh, let's no begin... No one cares about janitors, like, darn out. Let's begin our description. So, description. Yes. SCP-271 is a small disc, composition unknown but metallic in nature, a little more than four centimeters in diameter, and a grade with a number of symbols that may or may not represent an unknown alphabet. These symbols are infectious to their environment over time, gradually appearing as if invisibly carved into nearby objects. They're capable of escaping through any hole, <laughs> however minute, but have been demonstrated to be unable to penetrate non-gaseous fluids. Objects that carry the symbols for a sufficient uh, time begin to be changed on a molecular level to be the same material as the SCP. Both the engraving and petrification processes are extremely painful to biotic organisms. The only known method for purging the symbols is the destruction of the object, and it is not possible to do this to 271 itself. 
At this time, both 271 and 271-01 are thoroughly coated with the engraved symbols and seem to swim slightly. Dr. Vig and other observers have described them as looking like the far side of a heat wave or not quite all there. Thank you for your opinion, Dr. Vig. <laughs> the symbols also appear to be fractalized somewhat. Studies with vision-enhancing equipment have revealed miniature symbols inside and around the larger carvings on both objects. Oh, that's kind of neat. Hmm. SCP-271 was a previously unknown SCP, recently acquired from a shrine belonging to the Church of the Broken God by Mobile... Oh, yeah. Pieces, right? Yeah, yeah, this is a big boy. By Mobile Arms Task Force 12, when data expunged. I wonder what they cool. did. Probably they stormed the church, right? Yeah, we would say that, I would think. Well, maybe they expunged it because it was like war crimes. <laughs> what do you mean? Anyone give a fuck? Does SCP commit war crimes? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> It'd be that way. Uh, it was previously stored in a room of its own. Wow, fancy. Nice. Which document's note was to be kept sealed until the assembly was ready. Documents acquired at the time suggest that data expunged. The platform is original. On account of the extensive writing on the room in which it was contained, the shrine itself was pulverized. However, due to rapid retaliation by enemy forces, the remnants of Matter 12 were forced to data expunged. Contact has been re-established, but the nature of the SCP and the enemy seekers prevent easier recovery, and it is currently considered more advisable for the SCP to remain hidden, if comparatively unprotected, than to attract attention by launching a very expensive recovery mission. So how do they recover it? I'm, I'm getting a little lost. Uh, I guess they, I guess they maybe they don't have it, but they're just hiding it. Do they, like, break it? Um, I'm... They said something in this thing about how shattering it's easier to recover. It's shattering the sphere. The thing is inside the sphere. Oh. So, in this thing, this, it has symbols, and the symbols move to other things and make them the same materials. Yeah. Okay. I'm following. Du -du -du. You are at MATF-12 has been... Ordered to conform itself into CU-12! The exclamation mark <laughs> denoting their atypical existence outside of a secured SCP Foundation area. Oh, okay, so that's what that symbol means. It means it's a group that, like, outside the Foundation, but the Foundation is hiring. Yeah, so I get... No, what it means is that you shout the number 12. 12! 12! 12! But you have to, like, say it, like, emphasize the first bit because the exclamation mark's in front. 12! 12! <laughs> Addendum. SCP-271 is not to be brought into the presence of 882. Emergency Bulletin. Reports from other embedded sources indicate that as of blank, the church is aware of CU-12 and the location of SCP-271 and is planning an imminent assault against the unit. Oh, we've got to tell you here, this is serious. SCP-271 is to be kept out of enemy hands at all costs. CU-12 has been ordered to mobilise and prepare for evacuation. A recovery team is being prepared for immediate deployment under the direction of Agent Dupont. A more detailed report is to follow. Oh, shit. Well, thank you to Noah Kiwim, uh, N-O-A-Q-I-Y-E-U-M, for writing the article, or at least transferring it. Mm. Um, I'm not sure if that was a thing last. Yeah. Uh, but he's edited a bunch since, so I think he's the right. Yeah, I think so as well. Um, so what do you think it's really one? cool, and I'm noticing an interesting theme, right? Mm. So... There's a couple of themes I've noticed. So one is infection. Right, okay, um, okay. I'm going to stop you really quick. You are cutting out again. Let me disconnect. Okay. 
Hello, hello, hello. Hello? Hello. Hello there, mate. Okay. What? Yeah, just okay, start. So start. The... Stop what? Just, just start over again, I think. Sorry. I was saying I've noticed a couple of themes. One is infection. Uh, the the heart, or the 882, rather, the gears, uh, was kind of like a psychological infection, like sort of spread to a weird religion, and you could hear it if you didn't feed it. Uh, the other one was a literal infection. It was a virus, and it changed your body. And this one spreads to things and changes. Another thing I've noticed, and I don't know if this is on purpose uh, or if maybe I'm reading too much into it, um, but I, th- I, I, wa- I like to give the benefit of doubt and say this is on purpose and clever, mm. is uh, so far these other two have been like, don't bring it into 882, which makes sense, right? Because 882 uh, it pulls in other metals. But what's also interesting is in that blurb we read, it talks about how 882 is the heart of the god, so mm. it's like kind of bringing together all the parts. Right. And it's like center which I, I just think is a neat touch yeah yeah like and maybe the reason it pulls stuff in is it's meant to pull them all together and form like some kind of mecha god or... yeah maybe we'll find out some more about that later on oh uh, are you gonna tell me that there's an scp where it's already happened and we're too late uh so yes yeah, so what do you think about specifically 271 here um I like it, but I just wish there was more to it. Yeah. So, I think it's clever, but I wish there was at least an example or two of things changing. I wish there was more details about how they put it in the glass sphere without the symbols jumping out, because we don't know how fast these symbols move or go or whatever. Hmm. Um, and I don't know why the water around it was necessary. Um, but otherwise, I mean, I like it. I, if, if I had to grade it, I'd give it like a 7 out of 10. Right, yeah. Um, I know I've never given a number rated to any of the other ones, but sure, I'll start doing that. Okay, uh, yeah, okay. I'd give it like a out of ten, maybe a six and a half. It's pretty good, but you know, could, there's a few things I could improve. But I, again, this was written in 2008, yes, and tons of times. So, oh my god, last edit was a little over two weeks ago, uh, March 13th. Yeah, I noticed that as well. Right. Um, okay, so we have uh, one that's still part of season one for our next series one, even not season one. Didn't we go to season two last time for the fifth church thing? We did, yes, but we're going to be staying mostly in series one until we do uh, SCP-1000. We'll yeah. just call that season two cameo fortune. Yeah, that, that was the trial edition. So here we are, SCP-629. Oh, God! Got <laughs> him just greeted by that image. Okay, so... Um, it's so terrifying looking. Nice... Is that you? That's me, yeah. That's what Tanoni looks like. Oh, I guess I guess when the uh, two one seven hits too hard, am I right, boys? <laughs> I want to be a cool cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> I would do anything to become cool cyborg. All right, uh, go for it. Okay, so item number SCP six two nine, object class mm-hmm. safe, special containment procedures. It's been contained in a standard humanoid containment cell. It may only be taken apart during routine testing. Once per day, it's been provided with the materials it uses to maintain itself. As of current regulation on misters... Son of a... Mister. You are cutting out quite a bit now. Sorry, I said, ah! And then I slammed my table and I said, it's a mister. Hmm. I don't know why I'm cutting out so much. I hope I don't ruin this recording. No, it's fine, it's fine. We might have just... Am I good? Am I good now? Yeah. Okay, well, so. sorry, viewers. Hopefully, I don't know what's going on with my internet and my body today. I apologize. Hopefully, things will be better in future recordings. Okay. So, description. SCP-629 is a humanoid automaton 
1.7 metres tall and weighing 500 kilograms. Its body has been constructed out of ornate brass replications of human body parts. Its components require daily maintenance, which only it can perform. The words Mr. Brass from Little Misters by Dr. Wondertainment have been embossed into SCP-629's back. This designation... Hmm? I, I just said Mr. Brass, it was a cute name. Yeah. This designation appears as 8 in document SCP-909-A. Uh, real quick, I, I missed my chance to comment on it because I accidentally interrupted with the cutting out. But something weird I noted, I don't know if they just forgot to update it or if, it, or if it's just a coincidence, but at the end of special containment seizures, it says, as of current regulations on misters, SCP-69 is to be contained in hall blank of sight blank. But every other mister, or at least the ones we read, all tell you the hall in sight, and they're all the same. Hmm. So maybe this one just forgot to be updated. Because um, it says as of current regulations on Mister, so I assume it's the same as all the other. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Um, sorry, just a little detail I noted. I didn't know if that was on purpose or maybe someone just forgot to edit it. Hmm. Okay, what was I? What was I? Uh... You were the second paragraph of the description. I'm so sorry. I keep yeah, interrupting. No uh, so SCP-629's body has been constructed in such a way that every portion of it is removable and interchangeable. These parts can be removed without causing it any damage, although it expresses minor discomfort when these parts are being removed. Additionally, the parts that have been removed from SCP-629 can be reassembled into new areas. Testing has shown that a number of ways SCP-629 can be theoretically rearranged as approximately 73.4 billion different combinations. Oh, it's like a Rubik's Cube. Yeah. SCP-629 is capable of controlling these new constructions on its body, but expresses extreme discomfort from these areas of its body. <laughs> Just assemble him into a tank. <laughs> How does it feel? It hurts. It hurts so bad. SCP-629 was recovered from a facility believed to be controlled by the Church of the Broken God. Ugh. It was recovered in a raid on this church property when, after reports of suspicious activity in the area were confirmed. It was located in the central antechamber as church members attempted to integrate it into several other objects. It is believed that it was being held at this facility due to church members believing it was a portion of their god. Interviews. With... I like how they must. They had to have missed the Mister Brass from Little Mister copyright on the back of it or whatever. <laughs> that's the only way they could have made that mistake, right? Or it's a metal guy. Our guy's metal. Our dark and mysterious god, Mister Brass from Little Misters by Doctor Wondertainment. So mysterious. Interviews. He's the with... prophet. He metal Jesus. Metal Jesus! Please. Interviews with SCP-629 have confirmed this. SCP-629 claims that it first allowed their beliefs to persist, as they believed they would provide it with some level of safety. It's like fucking C-3PO of the Ewoks. Oh, no. Church members located... Church members located at this facility have been terminated as of blank blank 1995. And SCP-629 has been classified as safe. Thanks for the safe. Yeah, you're welcome, bud. So we I... all I, it was kind of in character. You were malfunctioning like a robot. Yeah. Okay, so I know this guy isn't related to all the metal gods, and that's a funny coincidence. But I, I really like to imagine him as like a, a, like how mechs combine in anime. Like you put the heart in his chest, and you put like the tablet on one arm and disease on the other. <laughs> that's his kneecap. <laughs> yeah. He just becomes like a mech Gundam. So uh, I don't think I will be SCP-629 for this one. You can be Dr. Uh, D-A-R. Uh, five blanks. Tanho again? No, that's... Uh, Dr. Gears, of course. Duh. Five blanks. 
Okay, sure, sure. Oh, but um, no, I'll be Doctor. I'll, this is a different Doctor Gears, so you can be sixteen now. Okay, it's a different Doctor Gears. Yeah, I mean, it's Doctor Gears, but it's his. So they're both Doctor Gears. They're both doctors, and their last name is Gears. Well, okay. Confusing. Interesting, interesting. This is some new law. Can you tell us more about how the church came to acquire you? So I was walking around downtown blank, kind of a slummy city, but a good place to hide if you're some kind of freak like me. There'd been some rumors about me going around town, and I'd been thinking about getting the hell out of Dodge. When one night, this hooded dude walks up to me while I'm in the, my alley. What did he say? He offered to take me to some kind of church thing where they could take care of me. At first, I was pretty hesitant because, you know, look at me. But the guy told me that was why they wanted me there. I figured it would be probably be better than the wacko doctor or living on the streets, so I said yes. <laughs> Just the, all, the, all the, like, spacing between your words reminds me of Stewie from Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> and where did this person take you to? It was some church, the same one you guys picked me up from. They apparently thought I was some part of their god, so they just gave me anything I wanted. It was pretty nice. I had safety, food, a warm bed, and plenty of amenities to keep me occupied. For a while, it worked out just fine. Then what happened? It just got... boring. Being surrounded by all these guys who constantly fawn and adore over you and give you anything you want. I mean, saying it now, I can see how it might sound nice, but in reality, it was extremely dull. So I told them, I said, I think it's time for me to move on. It's <laughs> like a breakup. <laughs> you said previously that they had a negative reaction? Yeah, they totally started to flip out. They basically locked me in my room, pushed through for the little slots, the whole shebang. I could hear them moving some big heavy stuff outside my room, Eventually, they pulled me out and took me into the big altar they had at the center of the church. It was at this point that they attempted to integrate you into the other object? Yeah, it was kind of... Well... Awful, to be honest. They were just jamming everything they had to me, and it was hurting me a lot. I think that if you guys hadn't shown up when you did, they might have added more to me than I could handle. That would be... Bad. I believe that will be all. Security, if you would... No, wait, Doc. One more thing? Uh, yeah? Thanks. For saving me there. Oh. I love, I love Mr. Brass. I love him too! He's way better than Mr. Fish. He's my favorite. Mr. Brass is king. Mr. Mr. Brass could actually do stuff. Mr. Brass, 9.5 out of 10. Wow, and it's not even over yet. Oh, fuck. Oh, wait, there's more? All right, yes. I, I retract my score temporarily. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so. Who should read these, me or you? Uh, I'll, you I'll, I'll go for them. Roll it, then. So, this. dates, uh, 07, 09, Procedure. All these were, like, from before I was born. Yeah. Procedure, SCP-629's left arm was attached and then reattached to its torso. <laughs> torturing it. Results. It showed mild disorientation and impairment to its motor skills. It was still able to control the arm, albeit with reduced general aptitude. Dates 07-09-1996. Its left arm was attached and then reattached to its back. It's the same day. <laughs> they, they were loving it. 
<laughs> Doc, thank you for rescuing me. No problem. All right, everyone, just start taking them apart and sticking them places like Mr. Oh my Potato. It's like, I'm so grateful you've saved my life. And seconds later, it's like, a man has fallen into the river in Lego City. <laughs> Lego City. <laughs> man has fallen in. I'm sorry, I'm slap happy. <laughs> oh, seven. oh, his left arm was attached, then reattached to his back. <laughs> Why? What, what does that accomplish? <laughs> like, getting the clip, I was like, hmm, hmm. As in the previous test, it showed mild disorientation impairment to its motor skills. Additionally, it showed significantly lower aptitude when the arm was affixed to its torso. Date, 070996. Wait, wait. wait. Did, did it meant to say then when the arm? I think it probably did mean that, yeah. Yeah, because I was going to say the obvious answer is because he can't see his arm. Yeah. So, procedure. Its head was removed. <laughs> Result, its head, body and head operated as separate entities. The head remained immobile and was shown to be able to vocalise and interact with its surroundings. The body behaved as though it had very limited perception of its surroundings and was unable to interact with researchers in a meaningful way. Oh, so he's a doulahan. Date, 07-21-1996. Its torso was reassembled to create several gaps. But why? What does that accomplish? Results. It expressed severe discomfort from this area and refused to cooperate with researchers attempting to interview it. Further action may be necessary to curb this previously unforeseen Ian behaviour from 69. Yeah, this real shithead. He won't even respond to interviews. Oh, wow. He won't let you interview him after you fucking tear his body apart. Yeah, this, fuck, this, oh, this a... fucking asshole. <laughs> I hate the Foundation so much. <laughs> I, like, I love SCP as, like, a, a whole thing, but I, I hate the Foundation. They're such dicks. Date 08-01-1996. Preface. <laughs> this was an unauthorized <laughs> test performed by staff not normally assigned to work with SCP-69. That literally sounds like they were bullying him and then this they is, got yeah. caught. Like, oh, it was just a test. This is last week's, it's like it's schoolyard bullies at this point. This is so fun. Procedure. The composition of its body was significantly altered, with many body parts placed seemingly at random across the main body. Additionally, many internal portions of its composition were moved to the outside and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. it sounds like he was either being bullied or like they got drunk or something. It's so fucked up. Results. It reported extreme pain from the altered portions of its body. In addition, it had difficulty forming coherent thoughts and communicating with researchers. Due to the drastic changes made to its body, it took over 36 hours to move its body into a form resembling how it had appeared prior to the experiments. Since this test was performed, it has reported feelings of being broken and had displayed significantly decreased physical and mental faculties. Testing has been discontinued until further notice. Thank God. Fuck the Foundation. It was a perfectly good little mister. Look what you've done to it. Alright, so it looks like the writer is Roger. Oh, I know Roger. Four years after uh, the last one we read. Uh, if you know Roger, let's get him on the podcast. I, I, I might be able to. Roger? Oh, yes! I want to meet Roger! Yes! Yeah, so Roger is actually, I believe, the most prolific uh, writer on the wiki. He's written the most articles, as far as I'm aware. Oh, that's pretty cool. Congratulations, <laughs> Roger. I'm very proud of you. Oh, Dr. Rossetti's his picture. Or not Dr., just Rossetti, I guess. Too much SCP makes me think it's everyone's name <laughs> It's like it's like how I called the the Mister Clay Doctor Clay, like it, because you see Doctor way more than you see Mister in SCP. It, like it's in your brain. You better save your game, or I'll date your expunge. <laughs> Hang on, I'm gonna check something real quick. I'm going back to Mister Forgetful's 
Hmm. Um, wait a minute. I could have swore. Let me try chameleon. Nope. I'm an asshole. It's always been Hall Blank of Sight. Uh, I was all like, oh, they censored it here, but it shouldn't be. No, it's always been. Yeah, I guess you're a fool. I, I guess I am. I could have sw- It was not. Um, <laughs> congratulations, Church of the Broken God. You found a little mister. Did they not find that note on his person? Because it says the SCP found it on his person. I guess because it can like take on uh, like mechanical stuff that was like, it's good enough. <laughs> wow. Or maybe he hid it from them. Mm. So yeah, that's what we uh, we've taken a look at some of the broken god stuff. Like we can't really get a full view of it because there's so much shit, so much shit, different like, errors of how it was written on the wiki. It's like how it's yeah. presented now is much different than how it presented in these earlier articles. It's for definitely interesting. I I liked all these different churches, and I like that they mentioned in the blurb that the members are particularly resistant to like SCP effects, which makes you think: is it be because they're a member, or is it that people that tend to be more resistant to those effects are the kind that join that church? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I found that really interesting and cool. And what? it also it makes the churches a bit more of a threat to SCP, because if people weren't resistant to effects, like they could just, all it would take is like one SCP of your choice to wipe out anyone. Yeah, exactly. In the right way. And uh, this cool. last article as well, we've got an example of two groups of interest sort of interacting almost, yeah. Yeah, I really liked it a lot. Um, very cool. Um, I give Mr. Uh, Brass, I give him a 9.5 out of 10. I love him a lot. I mean, if I'm being honest as an article, it's more of like a 7 or an 8 out of 10, but just out of my love for him, I give him a 9.5. <laughs> um, I give the foundation a negative 3. I hate <laughs> <laughs> it literally just bullied him in the last one. That was like the guys in a the movie, they're like, ah, look at Mr. Brass, and then they die later. <laughs> or he saves them if it's a wholesome movie. They're like, Mr. Brass, you saved them. And he's like, I will not do what you did unto me. I am hero. <laughs> I am hero. It's <laughs> the name of a manga. Zombie manga. Yeah, so I think um, that's probably going to do it for today, just because we had a longer episode last week as well. Right. Uh, and... I mean, I, th- I still think we hit almost an hour. Granted, yeah. you might have to cut out some of my burping and, and weird stuff. Yeah. Don't cut out the part where you stuttered a lot, though, and I saved you. That that makes me look like a Yeah, of course. You want to look a hero? Yeah, of course. So, yeah, yeah. And we sort of got through the theme. So, next week, I'm going to be seeing what we can do about some of the requests we've got. Because um, we've actually hey, got a few mis- now. Does discontinued Mr. Red have anything to do with Red from Animal Crossing? He does not, no. Oh, damn. <laughs> He's discontinued because he scams Tom Nook. Mr. Red's rival, Dr. Rossetti. <laughs> so, yeah, I've uh, I've enjoyed today. Um, hopefully, we'll be able I... to get to this quite quickly uh, again. I enjoyed today, too, and um, you guys were great. There were a couple of you. I don't have the YouTube pulled up that left comments about things you want us to read. Hopefully, we'll get to the next episode or soon. Um, We really appreciate that you guys take the time out of your day to listen. We love making these. Uh, They're fun for us. And um, I want to give just another shout-out to Tan. I gush about him a lot. I promise he didn't, like, make me say this, but um, he puts a lot of work into (laughs) organizing what articles we read to like, if I was just randomly browsing the wiki, I, I don't think I'd have as great of an experience as when he, like, picks out articles and makes them mesh together. Um, hmm. I think it really adds to my experience of SCP. So just a thank you to him as well. And uh, any sponsors out there, anyone that wants to give us money... Wait, wait, um, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> we, we haven't agreed to this. <laughs> kidding! I'm kidding. I'm 90%. 10%. 
Okay, well, uh, thank you very much, everyone. We'll yeah. see you again next week. Bye. Bye-bye.